Narina Fisser is on, to the, on the line to us. She's a strategist at ETFSA. Narina, thanks for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Dashan. Good morning to all the listeners. There's a lot of talk about state capture this morning, and, and it really follows this announcement by the Deputy Minister yesterday saying that he was offered a position of Finance Minister by the Guptas. Did the market react to that news at all? Well, of course, it came out after our market closed. So I think the only real reaction that we've seen in our own market was in the RAND. And interestingly enough, although it weakened during the course of the day, um, immediately in the aftermath of these announcements, we actually saw some strength coming back into the RAND. And I think for many, that is an interpretation of um, appreciating somebody taking a stand, somebody actually coming clean and, and, and providing more clarity on, on some of the topics. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how the market takes that um, to during the rest of today. Um, of course, lots of other international news also adding to it. So I would, I would caution against interpreting everything that we see today happening in our market as a reflection purely on domestic issues and, and, and what's happening in terms of, of our own, not just politics, but also the economic backdrop. This all happens while Moody's is in the country assessing whether we are our credit rating and whether we should be uh, downgraded. Do they take notice of this? I don't think they can not take notice of it. You know, they are in the midst of all of what's happening around them, and I certainly don't think that it's helping our cause at the moment. Of course, we can only um, speculate about what is happening in their meetings and what sort of discussions they, they are having. They would be looking at, at hard numbers and firm facts rather than speculation or news reports or, or newspaper headlines. So I do think that this certainly adds to the probability that they will downgrade us, but uh, I I think people must just remember, please, this is not a downgrade to the so-called junk status just yet. This is really just about Moody's coming in line with Fitch and S&P as well. Um, the big test will come later on in the year in June when we have our next review by the other ratings agencies that are currently already on that last sort of level before the downgrade to sub-investment grade rating. So yesterday we saw the, the future path of the U.S. pulling back a little bit. Uh, they're deciding to keep rates unchanged for now. A- any impact on the RAND on that? Oh, absolutely. This is where we saw the major move in the RAND last night, and in particular also on the other emerging market currencies. So we've seen the RAND this morning sitting back at around 15.60, and I guess anyone that went to bed just with uh, the news about Deputy Minister Jonas in, in his mind and not aware of what the Fed has done overnight might be very surprised to see where the RAND is sitting this morning. Um, interesting that there's quite a lot of speculation that what we are currently seeing from central banks around the world is, is somewhat of a coordinated effort post the G20 meeting for central banks really to deal with the impact that China has had and in particular the Chinese currency has had on global markets. Um, So also interesting to notice last night that Janet Yellen was um, specifically referring to the impact that uh, the international backdrop has on on sort of the decisions in terms of, of the US Fed policy. And this is the first time really that she's given as strong an indication that this is not just about them. She's comfortable with the way the U.S. economy is recovering, um, employment growth that they've got there. So generally speaking, um, happy with there and and basically indicating that the U.S. economy is strong enough that it will withstand further interest rate increases. 
but in the backdrop of an international market that is not looking nearly as rosy, taking cognizance of the fact that that, uh, that in further interest in those, um, increases in the U.S. will result in too much dollar strength, um, and, and that certainly is, is part of the reason why they decided not just to keep rates on hold for now, but to reduce the number of, of other increases expected this year from four to just two. The other major impact that we are seeing is that this definitely feeds through into commodity prices. So not only do we have a general sort of risk on trade with more risk appetite for emerging markets in general, but the stronger or the weaker dollar definitely translates into higher commodity prices in dollar terms. So I would certainly expect oil, gold, most of our other commodity prices also to find a bit of a reprieve. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we, can, if we can sort out our domestic issues and get some clarity, there might be a, a, a period, a window of opportunity for us here in South Africa for the next couple of months to actually enjoy a bit of a reprieve from the massive pressures that emerging markets have been under for this year. Nirina Fisser, thanks for joining us.